0: I'm feeling a little tired this morning, some Monday morning, and my intention was to kind of jump out of bed and record this episode right away, but it's taken me a little bit longer to get here, a little bit more of a slower-moving morning. We had a lovely weekend that just passed, but... Even though there were moments of rest, there was really this sense of preparation, which has kind of been the state that I've been in for the last week or two. Preparation for what's to come, preparation for this month of March, which is a little full in a different way, filled with a lot of travel and some new experiences. Next week, I head off to Bali for a training with one of the organizations I regularly train with, Yoga Medicine. It's been a little bit of an adventure because two weeks ago, my flights were actually canceled. I was supposed to be flying through Hong Kong and a lot of the flights from Canada to Hong Kong have been canceled. And so I am now going to be traveling through Australia. So it'll be almost 40 hours of hanging out in airports and on airplanes by myself. And so I'm getting prepared for that and everything that that entails, especially because I have a ton of food allergies. And so part of this preparation is just thinking about how I am going to sustain myself and what food I'll be bringing with me as I take these travels. And I'm also getting prepared. We have our Love Your Brain Ottawa fundraiser this weekend on Sunday evening, which I have the real honor of leading and facilitating, along with Megan Marie Gates, who will be providing this really healing sound bath experience to accompany the yoga practice. And on top of these things, I'm also preparing for a trip at the end of March, which is my way of celebrating my 30th birthday. We're not going far, but we are taking a little road trip and I'll tell you more about that in the weeks to come. And so it's been this state of preparation. And because of that, I'm feeling a little more tired than I might be normally, but I was reflecting this morning on everything that happened for me last week. And last week was truly this really beautiful week of reflection. On some of the connections that I've made to different communities in the past little while. And to people who are really tapping into and seeing the real me in ways that I am not even seeing yet. And so my heart has been really full. I'm thinking about these amazing people and spaces and places that have really been nourishing and supporting me and encouraging me to tap into my wholeness, but also to see myself in different ways. What's really interesting for me is that. There's this idea of loneliness that has been a fairly big theme in my life, and it certainly is not always there, but as I look over the course of my life, there have been periods marked by a feeling of loneliness and a feeling of a lack of connection or a lack of being seen. And that's not necessarily because that was my reality, but that was my interpreted reality. And I definitely have a predisposition to thinking and feeling on the outside. There is this really interesting aspect of journeying into business on my own. And part of this story, if you've listened to all the podcast episodes, might be familiar and maybe adding on a little bit here. But in episode three, No Whispers Within, I talk about kind of coming into my own truth around stepping into this identity of being a yoga teacher and feeling this calling towards coaching and teaching yoga, teaching wellness. And that journey started, the journey has been happening for a really long time. But I made the decision to walk away from my life in academia three years ago. And it was at that time that I embraced this calling full time. And there was a period of about a year where I explored that adventure before I ended up receiving this job offer, which brought me back into more of an office setting. And I was there for about a year and then realized that that wasn't for me. And so it's been another another year now of embracing this calling full-time but with a really different intention and a way of showing up for myself and others. When we think of these kind of two periods of me, you know, initially going out on my own and exploring, teaching yoga, running workshops, and this second period, this last year, the biggest difference between the two is that the first go around there was a feeling of loneliness and this go around there is a feeling of connection and support the first go around i didn't even know what was out there in terms of opportunities to connect with others i felt kind of isolated in terms of working on my own, working in the house every day, going to teach classes, but the connections that I did have in those classes was maybe chatting for people for a few minutes, but there wasn't that deeper level of connection that I was craving. When I was doing workshops and there were moments of having that deeper connection, but I felt alone and I felt isolated. And I really was craving a deeper sense of community. That was one of the reasons when this job came around that I kind of jumped at the opportunity. Because for me, it was this chance to be building connections and seeing people every day and having that connection of a workplace family. And for a while, that really did light me up. I really noticed the impact of having those daily touch points with people, building those relationships on a more regular basis. That is something that has such a power to energize me. This second go around though, when I came back to this calling, I knew that things needed to be different and I knew that I needed to find communities that would support me. I felt this need to be connecting with other people who were embracing and on a path similar to mine. Not necessarily teaching yoga, but on this path of charting their own course. On this path of taking risks putting themselves out there, exploring what it meant to be an entrepreneur, if that's a label that they identified with, or to be a healing practitioner, but to be kind of making their own rules, being creative, being creative in how they are showing up in the world and how they're sharing their gifts. And it was actually on a bit of a whim That I went to my first more entrepreneurial community gathering. It was a Wednesday morning at the end of January, and it was a total snowstorm. The weather was so bad, but I felt this pull that even though the weather was awful and that the drive would be a little bit terrifying. I needed to go anyways to this gathering at Yoga Attic. There's this beautiful space right outside of Ottawa. It's about a 25-minute drive from my home called Yoga Attic that has been so lovingly cultivated by Tina and her partner. And you're actually going to get to hear from Tina all about Yoga Attic And the intention behind this space on our episode next week. That'll be episode nine. I can't wait to share it with you. But it was on this snowy Wednesday morning that I made my way to Yoga Attic for a gathering called Yoga Business and Brunch. And it was this really beautiful, heart-centered space that was held by Tina and by Anna. This space of making connection with one another and sharing the realities of what it means, the challenges, the joys, the fears of charting your own path. And this kind of adventure (laughs) through this blustery snowstorm to drive all the way to Yoga Attic, really kick-started these many trails for me to follow, to meet other like-minded people, and to find others on this adventure of walking this path, this path of uncertainty, of excitement, of fear of joy as path of charting your own course. And so for me, one of the biggest shifts, if I look at that period, that kind of first exploration into living my calling full-time and then this round two, that decision that I made that I didn't want to be alone anymore was one of the most powerful decisions that I made. That decision has led me to connecting with so many incredible people. It has led me to so many inspiring communities and places. It's fostered collaborations. But the biggest thing it has done for me is give me this sense that I am not alone because sometimes when you are charting your own course sometimes when you are whether it's an entrepreneur or whether you are walking this path that is new and different well often most of the time I think we develop this internal dialogue that does not support us that says things like You are a failure. You aren't good enough. This thing that you are struggling with, everyone else has it figured out. That it's you that is making mistakes. But when you start to connect with other people, you realize that all of those thoughts are these limiting beliefs that are completely untrue. That we are all on this journey that we are just figuring it out. That we are all making mistakes. We are all having these moments where we feel like failures or frauds or like we aren't good enough. And the more that we talk about that with each other, the more freeing and liberating it becomes, not just for ourselves but for others. And so there's this beauty in coming together and sharing our struggles, our imperfections, our fears, and realizing that we share those with others. And that is the beauty of making time and space for connection, making time and space to feel less alone. I am reminded. When I think about this journey that I have been on, this journey to connect, with people, places, spaces, where I feel less alone, I'm reminded about this journey that I've been on with the Love Your Brain community. For those that are not familiar with the work of Love Your Brain, it is an incredible organization. It has been leading the way in creating an inclusive and accessible yoga and mindfulness community for those who have experienced traumatic brain injury and their caregivers. Love Your Brain offers a six week free yoga, meditation and mindfulness program with the signature element of community connection. So you don't just show up and go to a yoga class, you have your yoga class and then there's a chance To come together and to share, to share what we are experiencing in this journey of life. And in this case, to share what is happening in this journey of healing, recovery, resilience, to come together and support one another, but most of all, to realize that I am not alone. I've been teaching in this program now for three years and it is truly one of the most moving experiences to be a part of. I've had the chance to facilitate a number of these six-week programs as well as our new monthly drop-in class. And what is really moving to witness is that whether people are coming together for one and only time in a drop-in class or whether they're sharing in community for six weeks so many people share that they thought they were the only one who was having certain fears certain struggles certain insecurities and often in sharing how meaningful it is to have found a space and to have found people who are like them and who understand what they are going through. People with whom they can share their story and whom when they listen to the stories of others, they can see a little bit of themselves reflected in that. And it's that, it's that simple. That coming together of people with a shared experience that can make us feel less alone. So that even if, and this has happened, even if we've had participants who maybe don't feel like sharing, maybe they come and they don't actually connect with anyone else one-on-one, even though we really encourage this opportunity to build connections with others. They could come and not say a word to anyone else, but seeing themselves reflected in others and reflected in the conversations, they could leave feeling a little less alone. And that's the magic. This magic of coming together, of creating spaces and places for people to share from their heart so that we can all feel a little less alone. I think we all have these different relationships with loneliness but it is something that we all experience. There are studies that show that this experience of loneliness is on the rise and in part that's been attributed to our societal and cultural obsession with technology of being kind of glued to our phones. In part, it's been attributed to how tired and overworked and higher rises of different experiences of mental health. I love teaching yoga. But for me, there's always been this deep pull for creating spaces and places to allow for a deeper connection. I love that when I teach a yoga class in a studio setting, people are able to come in and to connect with themselves. But oftentimes I wish there were more opportunities for us to connect with one another, to see ourselves reflected in the stories of others, and to feel a little less alone. This is this Question that I am always toying with, how do I create and facilitate spaces that allow for this deeper connection? And that is one of the reasons that I've fallen so in love with this Love Your Brain program because it is taking yoga as a starting point, meditation, mindfulness, and it's giving and creating space for us to come together around the themes that we explore together on this journey that we are all on. We are doing a fundraiser this weekend for the Love Your Brain program. If you happen to live in Ottawa and want to come experience the magic and support the work that we are doing, we have over a thousand people on our waiting list. Despite having served hundreds in this community already, every dollar from the event goes to support our work. You are also always welcome at our Love Your Brain drop-in class. I'll be guiding the next one on Monday, March 30th, and it is not just for those who have experienced traumatic brain injury, but it is for anyone who is interested in loving their brain, whether that is around mental health, whether that is around chronic illness, or if you just feel called to come and explore how you can find more love for your brain, you are always welcome. Both of these events are hosted by our incredibly generous community partner, uh incredible yoga studio here in Ottawa. I am so grateful For the people, the places, the communities that have allowed me in this last year to feel a little less alone. And if you are feeling a little pull, a little tug to find the people, spaces, and places that will support you in this journey, I invite you to spend some time thinking about what would uplift you. Where are the places that you might build connection? For me, I spend a lot of time going to different events for female entrepreneurs, for female heart-centered entrepreneurs, people who share a desire like I do to be charting their own path, but from a place of serving others and of a place where... We are still serving ourselves by listening to our heart, our mind, and our body. I'm journeying actually later today to check out an entirely new space. I've had the opportunity to attend events hosted by GEM Conference and to speak last month at the Vision Sessions on the topic of wellness. And they've actually opened a new space Amanda is an incredible talent for creating spaces that feel really inspiring, nurturing, and promote connection. And she's opened a collaborative workspace in Ottawa called the Gem Space. So I am always looking and exploring new places that I can explore finding connection. But even when it's not, going to some sort of an entrepreneurial themed space or event, sometimes you'll just find me feeling that pull to get out and go to my favorite coffee shop. Even if I don't speak to anyone there, that energy of this space and the people around me make me feel a little less alone. And the same thing with me for going to a yoga class that opportunity to connect with others. Not necessarily by sharing in conversation, but sharing in an experience, sharing in moving our bodies as we breathe and go inward. So take some time today. Contemplate if there is somewhere in your life where you could explore building more connection people who are maybe in a shared experience as you are right now, and what it would feel like to build connections and support one another so that we can all feel a little less alone. And if you don't see something around you in your community, maybe you can make a space, a book club, a meetup, some sort of opportunity to bring people together. Because I truly believe that we can change the world by creating spaces to support each other. That this in itself can start to change how we feel about ourselves, about those around us. We can live more kinder, compassionate, caring lives. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. We'll be back next week with that episode with Tina from Yoga Attic, It is such a beautiful episode and I truly can't wait for you to meet Tina. If you haven't already, she is an incredible soul doing such important work in this community for bringing people together. Until then, I hope that you have the most wonderful day ahead. That it is filled with heart and wonder.